Ho, 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 hello, family. Welcome to a very special uh, Sunday, uh, December 23rd episode of Prospects After Dark. I am your host. I am Kyle Reese, and I'm already choking on this fake-ass uh, Santa beard. I need somebody to stand here and pull this damn thing down uh, as we talk. Uh, hello, and welcome to Prospects After Dark. Again, this is a very special Pads Miss episode of Prospects After Dark. Uh, look, we have a bunch of shit to do, right? We have uh, three more beanies to give out. We have an Andrew Miller acquisition to talk about. Uh, Blake Reichert, how are you? Uh, we have plenty to go over. Now, we don't know exactly what to expect from a Sunday crowd before Christmas. I don't know how well this is going to work, you guys. Uh, but we have we have a lot to get to. Uh, I really do need someone to stand here and hold this goddamn thing. Uh, the watch, the Waktagon says eggnog and fireball. No, no, none of that, but... Uh, I'm glad you're bringing it up because we have two things to get to. First and foremost, our good friend at Heartfire, hold on, our good friend at Heartfire27, uh, I believe his name's Caleb, sent, and I'm not, I probably shouldn't say his name, uh, but Caleb sent us uh, as a gift, a pad gift, uh, this awesome bottle of Crown XO. So our first cheers goes to our good friend, uh, Heartfire27, for sending the amazing prize, uh, the amazing present to Heartfire. Oh, God. Sorry, I don't know if I can talk and do this at the same time. Ho, ho, ho. Okay, so our next item of business before we get into sports and all that stuff is uh, our good friend Tom McCoy. Oh, God, this is going to work. <laughs> our good friend Tom McCoy sent us uh, bacon floss and bacon lip balm. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to break open this bacon lip balm right here for you people because I love you. I love you. Uh, hello, friggin' cards. What's up? This is Santa After Dark from Shelton Mysterio. What's up, Shelton? How are you? And then here's a lip balm. Mm -mm. Oh, my God. It's bacon grease. It's like fucking bacon grease. Oh, oh God. Oh. That is the most atrocious flavor I've ever tasted in my life. Thank you so much, Tom McCoy. Uh, I guess I might as well give this bacon floss a try, too, while we're getting after it. Uh, again, oh god, that smell is repulsive. Oh my god. Oh, oh, oh god, why did I do that? Uh, Miller is overpaid, but we have to overpay for free agents. You know, my guess is that that's exactly what Miller's market was. You know, we talked about Andrew Miller. Uh, I thought, hold on, let me get in the hair. I actually kind of love that. Oh god, no, that's bad too. Oh god. Oh, oh, oh. Water. Oh my god. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you guys don't ever. Uh, you make a creepy Santa? Yeah, I make the creepiest Santa. I don't feel like an overpay to me. Look, the fact that the third year is a vesting option changes if it's viewed as overpaid in my book. It's not overpaid uh, for the simple fact that they're not committed to three years. They're committed to two, and if he earns that third year, then he earns it. Uh, that's good for me. Look, I thought maybe you'd get him on a one-year, $14 million similar deal uh, to similar to what you got Greg Holland for. And they didn't get him for that. It took two years to do it. But look, is he overpaid? I don't know. He probably won't earn all the money that he ends up getting. But I don't care. He's going to be good next year, hopefully. And uh, we'll see what happens. What did they do to you? <laughs> From Eric Thomas. Hey, Eric, how are you? 
Ho, 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 uh, cheers, Gifts. Uh, you remind me of the drunk Santa from the video game Bully. Uh, our, our Bad Santa, which is a great movie. They paid $14 million for Holland. I'm completely fine with this deal. That's where I am at, too. Look, uh, I don't expect Andrew Miller to be the pitcher he was in 2017. I don't expect him to be the pitcher he was in 2018. I think he's probably somewhere in between the two, but it doesn't take away from the fact that he makes the Cardinals better. Did they overpay for him? Yeah, probably, if they would have waited a little longer. But we don't know what his market looked like, so it's hard to say exactly. Oh, God, that lip balm is... I can fucking taste it still. Oh, uh, what happened if we close to 100... Uh, what happens if he's close to 110 games and we don't uh, want him to come back for a third year? Well, if he's not very good, then I would imagine that they don't use him. But if he's good, they'll use him. Uh, look, that'll play itself out. That's a ways down the road, right? Let's wait and see how it plays out. Miller is overpaid, but we have to overpay for free agents. Uh... Uh, yep, the Miller deal is good deal. He's still the best lefty reliever we have. Bad Santa 2 after dark. I Believe it or not, they made a second Bad Santa, and I heard it was terrible. Uh, they plan on taking Miller, Cabrera, Cecil, Shreve, and Webb to camp. Who joins Miller in the pen? Well, more than likely, it's Brett Cecil. Uh, you would think Brett Cecil would have the upper hand there. And there's no telling. Remember, that first month of the season, you end up having days off. Uh, they might not bring uh, the right amount of pitchers. They might bring uh, an unusual amount of pitchers. We're just going to have to wait and see. Uh, hold on. Oh, God damn it. Uh, God damn it, I thought... Oh, son of a bitch. No. God damn it, I thought you were the real Santa until you pulled your beard down. Thanks, asshole. Yeah, uh, hold on. Cancel. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, I am the real Santa. So, speaking of being the real Santa, Shelby Miller's minor league deal going to happen from Jay Nobs, or Jay Noobs, I guess. I'm hopeful. Uh, I'm a big fan of Shelby Miller. Not in the way that I think he would be, like, a dynamite addition that you can't pass up on, but just as a really solid depth piece. Uh, there's nothing wrong with a little depth. Hey, hashtag murder from April. Yeah, uh, boo! I'm going to start throwing uh, cards. Okay, so the other thing I want to talk about, this means Dakota Hudson is almost certainly going to be slated for the next man up starter, right? Maybe. I don't necessarily think that adding a left-handed reliever changes how the Cardinals will handle the right side, but I do think that that's the best spot for Dakota Hudson. We talked about that a little bit last week, Mr. Uh, Council Van Gracht. Okay, so the other thing real fast before we get too far away. Uh, I haven't. So we are drinking primarily this amazing bottle of uh, uh, Crown Royal XO from Heartfire27, again to you. But you'll notice that I have an empty bottle of Four Roses Small Batch here. You might ask, hey, Kyle, how come you have an empty bottle of Four Roses Small Batch in your clutches? Well, that's a great question, audience. Let me tell you why. Uh, the reason is because this hat right here, you'll notice, it also doubles as a flask. That's right, family. This is how I roll. This is how I spend Merry Christmas. Uh, so... To the fine people at Johnny Brock's Dungeon, I say, Merry Christmas. And I can still taste the goddamn bacon on my mouth. Mmm. Ugh, Santa Flask. Uh -huh. Hey, Cup of Joe, how are you, buddy? Nice to see you. Thanks for being a part of this. Uh, look, I've got booze coming out of all my orifices, family. Uh, what the hell am I watching from Forever Cards? A train wreck, as always. Where's Nick Plummer pitching this season? Uh, he's not pitching anywhere. He'll be hitting in Palm Beach to start. Well, that's right, uh, Shelter Mysterio. I have a flask in my hat. That's how I roll. Ho, ho, ho. Merry asshole. Ho, ho, ho. Merry drunken asshole. Uh, Santa flask roll on the floor. What a time to be alive from Ashley Crow. Uh, that Santa hat is fantastic. The Santa hat is... That thing I had God damn it, I can't talk with this stupid thing on. Oh, God, we miss a lot of really great things. Uh, when the Santa, <laughs> oh God. So let me tell you what's going on with me right now. I've got this ridiculous beard and the fucking bacon lip balm has found its way into the goddamn beard. 
And I'm almost choking on this shit. Ah, uh, thank you, Tom McCoy. Uh, Mary Padmas, everyone, from Steel, hello. Uh, Santa Kyle scares everyone away. Come sit on my lap, little boy. Uh, ho, ho, ho. You are so fucked up. From Scott. Hey, Scott, how are you, buddy? Thank you for being here. Uh, Padbomb, yeah. Uh, yeah, okay, so look, uh, so, so Matt Stromer, I, I'm gonna get right to this too. Matt Stromer was, was one of our two winners for the Prospects After Dark Beanie Caps. Uh, uh, uh Matt Stromer and, uh, Scott Turner, or Seth Turner, rather, won our first two, uh, yeah, happy Festivus th to the rest of us, run our first two Prospects After Dark Beanie Caps. You'll be getting those here uh, in a short period of time. We have three more to give out. I'm gonna give out one right now. Uh, we'll do some of this, do some of this, do some of this, do some of this. Name. Uh, you have two beards. I do have two beards. Uh, where's the brown bag of goodies? Uh, hey, hey! Not Barilli. Not Barilli wins. He's our third winner of a Prospects After Dark beanie cap. I love that, Not Barilli. He's one of my favorites. Uh, we'll get to the other ones here in a little bit. From Klutz, I think our season hinges on the health of our starters. I think, Klutz, I think you're dead on there. Look, the one thing that gets lost about what happened with the Cardinals in August last year is that the starting pitching was good and the bullpen was good. Uh, the, the every, look, everything came, everything came together in August for the Cardinals. No getting around that. They had good pitching, good hitting, a good bullpen. And that was the difference between going 22 and 6 in August and going 12 and 15 in September. Uh, remember, in September, they were purging pitchers. They didn't have John Gant. Like, John Gant would pitch two innings and that'd be it. Gomber would pitch three innings. That'd be it. Uh, it really handcuffed what they could do moving forward. And then Mike Schilt didn't use Daniel Ponce de Leon ever. Uh, so I agree with you. I, here's what I think. I think the Cardinals are in a position where they need everyone to play as good as they are capable of doing, as capable of playing uh, to win the Central. Uh, your beard is good. Just to comment, just to comment that about your beard. Your beard is good. Uh, baseball being very, very, baseball being very, very good. Uh -huh. Oh, God. God, it tastes like bacon, Mike. Uh, is Barry Bonds a Hall of Famer from STL Cup of Joe? Look, you have to understand that Kyle hath no scruples. Uh, in high school, my buddy Dan used to say, hey, Kyle, you have no scruples. I'm unscrupulous. Uh, I don't care. Look, I don't view the Hall of Fame on the same like level that everyone else seems to do. Uh, to me, it's just a fun little place where people get really upset about who goes in and who doesn't. Barry Bonds is the best baseball player of my lifetime. Like, he's the best baseball player I've ever seen. He's the most dominant hitter. And you can say what you want about it being aided by steroids, and it probably is, or HGH or whatever, uh, but he's a monster. And to me, the Hall of Fame is just a fancy museum that people get worked up about. I'm not one of the people to get worked up about it, so put him in, put Clemens in, put McGuire in. I don't understand why there's this holy, holier-than-thou philosophy when it comes to the goddamn... Hall of Fame. Look, I understand why you might keep people who bet on baseball out. Uh, that makes a little bit of sense. Uh, but, you know, one thing at a time. It's, you don't want to get too fired up about that stuff. But, again, I think it's different in between taking steroids, taking HGH so your body can recover, and betting on the sport that you're playing. Uh, love the cat. Let's see. How much are you going to drink when you see Harper, Goldie, Ozuna, and Marp in the same lineup from Coach Housley? I am so on board for that. Uh, I, I love it so much. Uh, that would be incredible. I, I don't have much of a high hopes that it's going to happen, but if it happens, it'd be amazing. NFL slaves are entertaining to watch. Holy cow, I don't know what that means. Uh, I got to mute you. I don't know what that is. Holy cow. Look, we're not going to talk about slaves. Oh, wait, no, that was, uh, oh my God, that's me messing up. That's old what's-his-name's comments. What a fucking shit show that is. Uh, now that betting is legal, let them all in. Sure, look, you know, I, here's the thing. is I'm not a baseball historian. I don't know much about, like, the history past the 50s. 
So even the stuff with Shoeless Joe, I don't know very well. You see what you saw in Eight Men Out, and you hear stories here and there, and blah blah blah, and yada yada yada. Like I don't know the history of it, so I, I, you know, I kind of relinquish my my ability to like have a feeling for it. Honestly, like there's a lot of assholes that have opinions, and I'm not one of the people who feels comfortable expressing their opinions because I don't know enough on the topic. I don't know exactly what was going on. I've seen the movie. The movie is a Hollywood production. Anytime you get a Hollywood production, it changes the entire goddamn dynamic of the whole thing. Uh, but. Yeah, sure, let them in. Who cares? It's the Hall of Fame. It's a museum. Just get people in. Uh, who's lefty bat off the bench cards got? Uh, would Moose take a bench roll? Well, look, I don't know uh, Mike Moustakis, but I would assume that he wouldn't take a bench roll unless his entire market completely dried up. That's my guess. Uh, and also, what kind of a bench roll would he have? He has a limited bench roll because he can only play third base, and he might not even be a good first baseman. You would assume he is because he's a good, for, an average to good third baseman. Uh, but what does it look like as a lefty off the, ben- uh, off the bench? Uh, it's Drew Robinson right now, maybe with a chance of someone like Tommy Edmond providing some type of relief li- down the road. Um, I just look, the most important thing is to have your best hitters available. And that's why the whole Jose Martinez trading thing stopped me in my tracks. Like, I was all about moving Jose Martinez for a left-handed reliever or a left-handed bench bat. Uh, but then you start to think about it, and you hear the arguments made in favor of keeping Jose Martinez. And the truth is, Jose Martinez is really good against righties. So what does it do? What good does it do you to trade Jose Martinez to get a left-handed bat if that left-handed bat isn't as good against righties as Jose Martinez is? Uh, we'll wait and see. The Cardinals will be aggressive. I feel comfortable, uh, confident saying that. Bro, oh, son of a bitch. God damn it. Uh, bro, as much as I love sports, I gotta get my career and money in order. I'm just stating facts. Uh, from career family oriented. Wow, it's almost like you have a, a plan that you're sticking to. Higher ceiling, Bader, O'Neill, Jagger, or Rosarena. Easily O'Neill. Look, Tyler O'Neill is the only one of those four that has the potential to be an MVP. He's the only one of those four that has the potential to be a middle of the order hitter for 10 to 15 years. Uh, he, he, that's his ceiling. Now, you ask me which one of those guys has the lowest floor, it's Harrison Bader. Uh, and not to say Harrison Bader could be an all star or any of that other accolade nonsense. Uh, but that's uh, that's just the facts of the matter. It's it's Tyler O'Neill and everyone else. Brother Kyle, as a Cards fan, do you have analysis of the Doyars in 2019? I so here's the thing. I'm really interested about the move that they just made to clear some salary. I'm anxious to see if that brings them uh, Yasmani Grandal back, or if it trades, it gets a trade for JT Real Muto there. I hate that they moved Alex Wood. I think that that hurts their team in the long run, even though they have starting pitching depth. I get why they did it with the money and blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. I also think they'd be smart to hold on to Homer Bailey. I don't know if they actually released him yet, but you might as well bring him to camp if you're already paying for him and see what happens from there. Uh, I don't know what they are up against the 40-man, so of course you'd have to see that. Uh, but look, the Dodgers are good. They're still the team to beat in the, in the National League. Do you think Jag would take over for Ozuna and left if Ozuna leaves? Look, uh, here's what I know. I'm a big, you guys know I'm a big Jose Adolis Garcia fan, Adolis Garcia fan, uh, but I would not be in favor of handing him anything until he works on his strikeouts. Like, he doesn't have the power potential of Tyler O'Neill. He doesn't even have the plate discipline of Tyler O'Neill. So he has a lot to work on before we even start talking about him taking over. Uh, I would say that even on the pecking order right now, Lane Thomas and Randy Rosarena are ahead of him. And that doesn't include Tyler O'Neill, who is ahead of him. I think Jack has a lot to work on. I think he's a fascinating player with fascinating tools. Uh, but giving him a starting spot now or putting him on a track for it right now after what he showed in 2018, both at Memphis and in St. Louis, is a little premature. I keep my bacon-flavored lip balm in my pad fanny pack. Oh, my God, we're going to have fat, pad fanny, fanny packs, aren't we? Uh, your beard is off, and I can't stop staring at it. Good. Uh, so here's the thing, like... I just keep choking on the goddamn hair, so it's got to stay down here. Jerko is more expendable than J-Mart with Munoz in place on the bench, right? 
Matt Stromer, that's an interesting thing, right? Uh, somebody asked a little while earlier on Twitter, why do we think that there isn't much of a market for Jerko? Why aren't we hearing about trades with Jed Jerko? Uh, and I can't help but think that that has a lot to do with the fact that the Cardinals realize that they have a defensive liability at third base. Now, Jairo Munoz has the potential to be a good third baseman. He actually could be a pretty good defender anywhere. It's just that he's really far off from that, that ability. And I think that they see what they potentially could have disastrous-wise with Matt Carpenter, even though right now it's pretty good. Or, you know, I, I think they see that and they think, wait, Jed Jerko is actually going to be important to this team. Uh, so I think that's why they're keeping Jed Jerko. And remember, when that bat is on, it's on. Uh, sure, Jerko's more expendable, but how much more expendable is Jerko than Jamart with uh, Goldschmidt playing first base? It's a great question. Uh, somebody said Munoz is D and then a bunch of laughing faces. Don't forget that Jairo Munoz, when he plays third base every day, he's actually a serviceable major league type third baseman. It's just the Cardinals try to get cute with him and put him in the outfield and put him at second base and only play him at third base once every 55 games or whatever. Uh, and he's not a shortstop, so it's just as much on the Cardinals as it is on Jairo. What would be your pitching rotation next year if you were the Cardinals? What would be mine? Kyle got to write up a piece on Miller Shreve for tomorrow. Published, so I have to head out. Merry Christmas to you, Joe. To you and your family, Joe. Uh, I'm anxious to read your piece. Uh, stick around for one second, though. Somebody asked me what my rotation would be. Uh, well, first off, uh, I, I would move Wayno from it, and I'd go Carlos Martinez, Jack Flaherty, Cy Michaelis, uh, 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 Adam, or Michael Walker, rather, and then that fifth spot where Wayno would probably be in the bullpen for me, I would make open competition, and I would honestly, between, between Ryan Helsley and Dakota Hudson, whoever gets that spot in spring training gets it. That's, that's what I would have a complete open competition. And I'll be honest, I would even do that with Michael Walker, who I think is a very, very uh, top of the rotation type pitcher when he's healthy. But, you know, the problem with bringing Michael Walker into the rotation to start the year is that with the injuries, like, that ends up changing how everything... Gomber for fifth spot. Yeah, Gomber, exactly. Like, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, being released was the only way that Bailey to L.A. trade could happen due to his 5-10 to 10 status. Yeah, but now that... Now that yeah, I, Mike, there are more more intricacies to that. You know that. Uh, if Bader has a terrible spring and O'Neal has a monster spring, could Bader be stuck as a fourth outfielder? I wouldn't think so. Look, the Cardinals are all in on Harrison Bader. And don't be surprised if Harrison... But the other thing about Harrison Bader is he has always had a good spring training. Spring training's perfectly engineered for him. You have pitchers working on stuff. He's getting fastballs early in counts. Like, uh, in 2017, he was he had a great spring training. In 2018, he had a great spring training. Like, he's not going to struggle in spring training. And if he is, then that is a huge alarm for me personally. Uh, but I, I'm, it's not something I'm particularly worried about with Harrison Bader. And even if Tyler O'Neill mashes, like... It's spring training. That's what you'll get. You'll just get, well, this opens up the door for Tyler O'Neill to get more starts, but it'll still be Harrison Bader. Merry Christmas, Kyle. Love you, sir. Uh, I, look, Scott, I can't tell you how much of a privilege it is to have you in here. I appreciate you here. Thank you so much, my friend. Uh, again, uh, I'm going to give one more shout out. Uh, can I stay? I uh, can't stay long from Sensational. Hope everyone has a Sensational Christmas. Uh, again, I'm going to take a little big drink, a little big drink out of my uh, my flask here inside of my uh, my lovely Santa hat. Uh, to everyone, Merry, Merry, Merry Christmas if Christmas is your thing. Oh God! Uh, would you let Shelby Miller close a game or two if he is signed? I would not. Let, look, I'm not. I would want to see what Shelby Miller is doing before I let him close. Look, if he comes back and he's throwing that that high-velocity, high-spin fastball, then yeah, sure, why not? We'll see what happens. But uh, my goodness, you're going to have a huge hangover. Yeah, probably. 
Uh, happy Festivus for the rest of us from uh, the other person named Reese. Uh, that isn't my brother Michael. Uh, the only words I understand were God and damn and Christmas. I believe that that's a Christmas carol. Merry Christmas, everyone. Ooh yeah, that's a pad flask, Eric Thomas. That's a pad flask. Uh, Merry Christmas, Kyle and everyone. Look, I've got to take this stuff off. I'm fucking sweating. Sorry, family. We'll put the flask right here. Uh, yeah, Merry Christmas, everyone. And I, I'm going to, I'm, I'm, oh God, I got to take it off. I'm sorry, fam. I'm sorry. I thought I was going to last the whole goddamn thing, but I'm not. I'm sweating. I apologize. Uh, have a great Kwanzaa. Look, uh, to everyone with, oh, yeah. Uh, everybody who celebrates Kwanzaa, we, we raise our glass. Uh, uh, all, every holiday this time of year, blah, blah, blah. Boxing Day is the day after Christmas, I think. So, to the Canadians, really. All right, so. As we know, the lovely, the talented, the incomparable Mr. Jason Hicks just slid into our DMs. Uh, it's not a DM so much as it is a Periscope show that we do. Uh, but to Mr. Jason Hicks, to the lovely Jennifer Hicks, uh, to their son, Jordan Hicks, and their daughter, uh, the first family of Prospects After Dark, uh, Hicks family, I can't tell you how much of a privilege and a pleasure it is to have you in here with us as we celebrate the holiday season. Uh, to you and your family. A drink man says his eyes are burning. You know what, Mr. Hicks, I'm going to put the Santa stuff back on since uh, since you're in here. We got our little Santa. Oh, God. Oh, God. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, God, that's disgusting. And then, Mr. Hicks, look, we got this flask here thing. This flask, it's a Santa hat. And then you just go like this. And then you go, mm, mm, I'm going to put it back on for you. Uh, give our best to your son. His Instagram is very much... So, Mr. Hicks, your son's throwing it around a little bit. I think you'd be proud of that. I know I am. Uh, yeah, Ratchet Santa. Uh, close your eyes and listen to the last 20 seconds. That was traumatic, yeah. Uh, so by the way, Santa isn't real. Put your kids to bed. Uh, Santa isn't real. Arby's kills. And, uh, embrace the void. Uh, Orwig, hell yeah. So, again, Steel Orwig just had a baby. We need a pad next week, too. You'll get a pad next week. Look, I am a man of the people. If you say pad, I'm gonna pad everywhere. There's gonna be pad in every orifice in every crack imaginable. If you can put a pad inside of something, I'm going to put a pad inside inside of something. Kyle, can I have that Santa get up? Maybe my wife will come back. <laughs> I'll send this shit to you. Maybe at the end of the night, we'll pull and see. <laughs> we'll pull and see. Whew, that's not what I meant. But maybe at the end of the night, we'll pull and see. My parents came to my fifth grade Christmas party dressed as Santa and his elf. I bet you they fucked afterwards. Arby's or Lion's Choice? Uh, Arby's when I need my soul cleanse. Lion's Choice when I want a good meal. So somebody said, next giveaway. We have two more Prospects After Dark beanies to give away. I'm going to give away one right now. Give away one right now. Uh, first one I grab. Hey, Christian Rabbit. Christian Rabbit gets a Prospects After Dark beanie. That makes me happy. Good for Christian. We still have one more of those motherfuckers to give away. We'll get to that a little bit later. Uh, can we talk about Graham disliking Adam Wainwright more than Cecil? Hey, look, I don't know what's going on there. If it was part of, uh, if it's in the chat, it stays in the chat. Speaking of spring training, hey, from Heartfire, again, we're drinking Heartfire. He gave us this amazing Crown Royal XO. is amazing. Speaking of spring training, what happens if Dex struggles during spring training? Nothing. Look, one of the things about the Cardinals fully backing uh, Dexter Fowler is he could have a bad spring training and the Cardinals are all in on him. Uh, Mo promises Wayno a shot at the rotation, true or false? No, it's, a, it's an absolute fact, Michael. Uh, he's talked about it. Uh, when do we release Dex? Look, if Dexter Fowler doesn't have, it's going to take, more than likely they're not going to release Dex. Look, if, if the, the struggles of Brett Cecil, 
this past year show anything, it's that the Cardinals will hold on to these guys if they've given them money. Uh, if he's at a problem, and then then maybe come July, but we'll see. Uh, XO, I get uh, to have that tomorrow after work for Mr. Hicks. Good. Then, look, Mr. Hicks, you let me know when you're drinking it, and I'll pour myself a glass, and you and I will drink together, my friend. Uh, yeah, let's see. Boo from Roller Reader. Yeah, boo. Hashtag murder. Uh, hey, Kyle, would you trade Montero for Bellinger? Absolutely. How depressed will Dex be in June? I'll take Pete Davidson levels. Oh, that's fucked up. Look, depression is not, it's not something to joke around about. That's sad. That makes me sad. I don't know anything about Pete Davidson either, but that's fucked up. And get over yourself if you're joking around about depression. Would you expect Harper to sign shortly after Machado signs the dotted line after New Year? No, I think, uh, how did I miss my moment? Sorry, Christian. Um, I think that Dexter, or I think that uh, Bryce Harper will last longer than that. It was something that we've talked about a lot here on Pad. For a minute there, I thought that there was a chance that Dexter, or that Dexter Fowler. See, now I've got Dexter Fowler stuck in my head. Uh, I thought that there was a chance that Bryce Harper would go around the winter meeting times, but if there's any type of market at all, uh, I would think that Mr. Boris is going to hold out for every dollar that he can. Uh, would, uh, hold on. Uh, would be Joey Votto be a good trade? Uh, so here's the thing is the Reds are in a good position. That's a really, really good lineup with kind of a good bullpen and somewhat of an interesting rotation without a frontliner. Uh, they wouldn't trade Joey Votto. My nephew is listening in. Any advice on how to pick up hot dudes? <laughs> Wear a Santa costume. Uh, uh, Kyle, you should be a guest on Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan and I. Joe Rogan? Joe Rogan? I got nothing. Son of, son of a bitch. Higher ceiling, Hudson, Helsley, or Gomber? For me, it's Helsley. It'd be Helsley, Hudson, or Helsley Gomber, Hudson. Uh, I think Hudson could be a really great piece in the back end of a bullpen. But if I'm deciding, Helsley's number one. Look, no one quite understands how good uh, Ryan Helsley can be when he's healthy. No one. Other than me and STL Cup of Joe. And probably Ryan Helsley's mother, I would think. Uh, but other than that, like, it just, he's so goddamn good. He's so damn good. And so is Gomber and so is Hudson. But Ryan Helsley, like, he's the guy that if he would have stayed healthy last year, we'd be talking about him closing. Which is nuts to me because I still think it should be Jordan Hicks. Uh, but, like, the two of them could end up being really devastating along with Andrew Miller now. Uh, let's see. Uh, we'll need more bat kissing next season. The only way to hit dun- the only way to hit dangers is to kiss that bat, boy. Can you talk about Mac- Malcolm Nunez from Matt Stromer? So, I don't know exactly what you want me to say about Malcolm Nunez. How about this? This is what I will say about Malcolm Nunez. Uh, in one year time, he went from being kind of fit to being kind of pudgy. He's a little clumsy at third base. That worries me, I think, in the long haul. Uh, unless he takes serious steps this coming year, he's probably a first baseman. He has a cannon of an arm that plays well at third base. Uh, but his bat, his swing, his mechanic, it's all beautiful. Don't invest too much into the stats you saw at the Dominican Summer League. He was playing against talent that he shouldn't ever be playing against. I would imagine the Cardinals get aggressive with him. I don't know if that means that they're aggressive to Peoria, but I think they'll be aggressive to uh, Johnson City, something like that. Look, he... He has a bat that's going to mash. We know that for a fact. It's just what comes after that. Uh, let's see. Can I host a pad after show called Talking Pad where we discuss this week's shit show? Uh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, you're more than welcome to. Leon in the pen all year next year. I think so, as long as he's healthy. From 410 Maryland High. Hello, how are you? 
uh, our cards and on Keiko. Nothing I've heard. You think Cabrera gets a shot this year? So, Klutz, I, I'm a big Genesis Cabrera fan. Uh, you guys can take that stuff to the bank. Uh, does he get a chance? I think eventually he'll be pitching out of the bullpen for the Cardinals in some capacity. I think he should be a starter. I don't know if it'll actually happen. Uh, but, you know, we'll see. We'll see. Here's the thing is, no one really realizes how good that kid is. He's kind of like Ryan Helsley. And I guess, so if there's one thing that as I'm saying this stuff out loud, uh, it, it dawns on me that uh, I like these guys. Like, I like the Ryan Helsleys. I like Genesis Cabrera. And I like them because when you watch them, they're better than the stats show. Now, Helsley has always had good stats. Uh, and that goes to show you just how good he can actually be. So, yes, I do think that Genesis Cabrera gets a chance. I hope he gets a chance as a starter because he has long-term starting future. Really hoping the Carl sign uh, Yangervis Solarte. I would like that. We'll see what happens. I think Cabrera will be a September call-up maybe earlier if someone gets hurt from Quinn STL. I think that that's a solid point. I'm here, Mac Daddy, from Cardinal Topher. What's up, Topher? How are you? Uh, hold on. We got a, we missed a bunch. Helsley is healthy, right, from uh, SMORE15. That is a fact. Uh, Rob Rains over at STL Sports Page wrote an amazing article about Ryan Helsley getting us all uh, up to date with his health. Uh, John Mazalek talked about it in the UCB uh, roundtable on Cardinals Conclave through C70. Uh, he looks healthy and ready to go. But, you know, we'll see. Uh, Merry Christmas to Crash. To Crash, you, sir. Merry Christmas. Uh, build the wall. Nah, look. Oh, God, I'm not going to get into politics. The only wall I'm worried about building is building a wall that's 30 feet further in Houston, down the left field line. That's the only wall that I worry about. Uh, look, no, don't build a goddamn wall. Don't spend that money. It's fucking stupid. What a waste of time and money and energy and resources. You think that there's a chance that a wall with bifurcated fucking tips are going to get people out of this country? You're out of your goddamn mind. Uh, people have been sneaking into the States for millions and millions of years. And I know it's only a couple hundred, but I'm just trying to make my point. Uh, people are going to continue to sneak into the goddamn States, even if you build that ridiculous wall. Uh, my own personal opinion. Now, that shouldn't stop people from wanting to uh, uh, migrate to the States legally. I hope that that continues to happen. But come on, man. If you think of fucking putting forks up is going to keep people out of the state. You're out of your mind. You're out of your goddamn mind, man. Uh, eh, but I'm out of my mind, so I understand. Uh, you still think there's a chance of Cardinals trade for Will Smith? Uh, Pad gear available at winter warm-up. Make it happen. Oh, I love that so much. Uh, hold on. Excellent outfit. Just had 100 people uh, through my house eating cookies and chocolate. Uh, so you like, do you think the Cubs can actually have financial space for Harper? So Drake Man asks a really interesting question. Uh, I love Lamp too. About do you think the Cubs can have financial space for Harper? Now, right now, it doesn't look like that. But remember, the thing about the soft cap that is a luxury tax. If the car, if the, if the Cubs want Bryce Harper, they can go get him. And if there's one thing we learned from the Yasiel Puig and Matt Kemp deal to Cincinnati, is that these teams with aggressive general managers and the resources to move people have the opportunity to do it if time allows. And, you know, it was something like thinking about Jason Hayward, right? If the, if the Cubs took half of Jason Hayward's contract, contract, they could move him. There's a legitimate chance that they could move him and probably get a good return for him, uh, which is fucked up, but it also goes to show you the current state of Major League Baseball. So right now it doesn't seem like it. They could make it happen if they wanted. Don't kid yourself about that. Uh, and they can, as long as no one else signs them, they get more time. The Cubs don't have the outfield space, though. They are packed. 
look, that's the thing about the Cubs, right? It's the same thing with the Cubs as it is with the Dodgers and all of these teams. Don't think for one second that they wouldn't sign Bryce Harper and put him in right field and then just deal with it. That's what good teams do. That's what part of the reason why the Dodgers got to the World Series in 2018. Look at all the outfielders that they had, and they had a utility man playing in the outfield every day and a first baseman playing in the outfield every day. The Cubs would trade Bryant if they sign him. I don't know. Look, I think we get too fixated on the luxury tax for the big market teams. If the Red Sox can do it, then the Cubs can do it. It's just that simple. Uh, oh, wait. Uh, what in the hell is this? Hey, Graham, how are you, buddy? Welcome to our little shindig. Uh, I'm Santapad. I'm Centipede. Human Centipede is what I am. Uh, the Brewers did that last year. Hold on, I gotta take all this stuff back off. I'm sweating again. Uh, seriously, I'm ordering pad fanny packs. Who's in? Uh, most of these people, I would think. Oh, God, I'm sweating. I think Mo is over the Harper stuff from RB underscore 314. Maybe. Maybe not. I, I don't really know. I think that uh, there's always interesting comments that keep coming out that make me question it, to be honest. Uh, the Cubs don't have the outfield space, blah, 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 blah. I missed a bunch of comments. We were talking about that wall. Come to the United States. We have baseball and drunk Santas from Ashley. <laughs> from Ashley. Yeah, yeah, I'm just one asshole drunk Santa who wants you to come to the States and, and, uh, and move in with me. Uh, the Periscope is, this Periscope is drunk from Colin Cottrell. Yeah, no, it's, it's super drunk to you who noticed that we're drunk. Put the beard back on. I'm almost there. No, you let me know when you've come, and I'll take the beard off. I swear to God. I, my main goal with Pat this entire time is to just make everyone come. Uh, the Cards fan reaction would be insane. Uh, do you think the Reds have a better record than the Pirates next year? Yeah, absolutely. I think the Pirates are terrible. I think that the Pirates would be smart to try to burn that goddamn thing down like the White Sox did. Uh, let me know when you've come, whoever that was that says that they were close to finishing. Uh... If you need, I'll just do this. We'll pretend like I'm jerking you off because I'm pretty sure you were a dude. Uh, all right, I got to head out. See you later from Quinn STL. Quinn, I think you're 15 years old, so probably for the better. Uh, whoa there, buddy, from Crying STL Fan. Uh, oh, come on, you... Oh, come all ye faithful, joyful and triumphant. Uh, Pirates stuck with Archer... I wouldn't think that they're stuck with Archer, but if they were to trade him right now, they wouldn't get what they gave up for him. I hope my parents can't hear them. What? Uh, oh, man, I just moved. Uh, yeah, good. Stroke that thing. I'm going to have nightmares about Santa now. <laughs> yeah. Look, here's the thing. If you've made it your entire life and you haven't had nightmares about Santa, then your parents didn't do it right. Open your hand wider, Kyle. Here you go, Mr. Hicks. <laughs> Let me get you, buddy. <laughs> Those pipes uh, say it is Christmas. Hi, Kyle. The white rush. It's white rush. Oh, my God. Kiefer Dean Roach. Kiefer, you're right. It is absolutely white Russian season to you, Kiefer Dean Roach, for making that. Oh, God. Don't make... Ugh. Uh, that voice is a combo of Mariah Carey and Jesus. It's funny because uh, I have Jesus inside of me and Mariah Carey. Her fingers are knuckle deep. Uh, someone feel someone's feelings are going to be hurt in fourth place at the uh, Central this year. Kyle, if I see you coming down my chimney, then I'm going. Uh, oh. oh no. Oh. Oh my god, you guys, I don't know if we can do this again. Uh, if you don't get drunk on white Russians at your family's Christmas, you're wrong. So let me tell you about my family, is we're not much into the celebrating Christmas thing. Uh, we celebrated Christmas with my mom today, and that, in, that was just my mom cooking dinner. 
and hanging out by a Christmas tree. Uh, tomorrow, I'll have this amazing dinner with my cousin, uh, who is a wonderful, amazing human being, and his his girlfriend and that part of the family. We go to this fancy restaurant in South County, uh, and we eat like assholes and drink like assholes. I'm really looking forward to that. And then on Tuesday for Christmas, I'll go spend the day with my father. More than likely, the last Christmas I'll have with my dad. Uh, and uh, and then we'll just have a joyous a joyous celebration. But we haven't given each other presents in the Reese household since fuck I don't know. I mean, probably since I was 18. Uh, we kind of gave up on all that fucking nonsense. Look, materialism isn't really my bag, baby. And uh, I I really really just uh, we don't give a fuck about any of these stupid traditions. But to you, and I mean this, like this might sound like I'm beating up on you, but if you celebrate Christmas or Kwanzaa or Hanukkah or Boxing Day. To you. You're stronger than I am. Uh, to you. From Jack23814. Uh, we'll see you next time. Uh, anyone going to the Baseball Writers Dinner on the 20th of January? So there's a chance that I might. We're still waiting to see one step at a time. Uh, but maybe, Mr. Hicks, maybe. Are you guys going? That'd be awesome. I. It, there was a whole thing that kind of happened earlier in the week, and we were kind of told that we might be able to go. Uh, uh, we'll see. Uh, not into materialism, your sweater says otherwise. That's a good point, that's more 15. But this is all about like, so here's my thing about the pad stuff. And again, oh boy, we're gonna get into serious territory. To me, the thing about the pad stuff is that the pad stuff is about building a community. So I love the pad stuff because again, I'm the custodian of pad. Uh, Prospects After Dark is not mine, it's yours. So the reason that I love the pad sweater and the pad hoodie and all of that stuff is because it makes us all a part of the same goddamn beautiful and wonderful and amazing community. We wear that proud. We are a subculture of love and respect and and, and baseball. And I wear that with pride. And again, it is a materialistic option. Again, I'm not living in a van down by the goddamn river. Uh, but... It's something more than just regular clothes. Like, if you see me out, my brother Michael, uh, who's in here, will attest, I usually just wear plain t-shirts. It's like, I have a black t-shirt, I have a red t-shirt, and there isn't much to it. Uh, but other than my pad and uh, Birds on the Black stuff, I have Jurassic Park stuff, which is a kickball team I played on that I love, and I wear that. Uh, again, there's a certain level of materialism that we all hit that you can't, as you get older, you have to deal with. Uh, but other than that, I'm just kind of a cool dude. I'm not cool. I take that back. I'm kind of a douchebag, but who's also cool at the same time uh, that uh, I'm not much into material. So uh, bringing Christmas into this, Christmas is the ultimate material holiday, and uh, our family is not the type of family to embrace that. I'm wearing my pad socks right now. So am I, baby. Uh, damn, that was a speech. I'm hard and teary-eyed. Here, I'll put the goddamn beard back on if you're hard, and you're going to want to start masturbating right now here. Just start doing it. Uh, subculture of love and respect in baseball, nice. Yeah, Klutz fan, uh, we're all about love as I pretend to jerk this other person off <laughs> through this camera on my phone. Uh, would you ever do a pad on location? I know a bar from Stevie B78. Yeah, fuck yeah, I would. Look, if you guys want to, I want to do, so here's the thing. I want to go to spring training if, if my time and my schedule allows. I would like to do that. Uh, I'm all about doing prospects after dark from there. There's a certain location in the middle of Illinois that I would be really fun, I think, to do a prospects after dark, but that's a story for another day. Uh, I would like to do one from Springfield and Peoria and Memphis and Palm Beach. Like, I think it'd just be fun. Full uh, detachment from all materialism is essential. Hold on, goddammit. Is essentially impossible. Yeah. Uh, 
Uh, let's see. What did I come here into laugh my ass off from Stuart Big 99? Uh, you came in here to see a weird looking bearded white dude who looks like all the other weird looking bearded white dudes wearing a Santa costume, uh, drinking bourbon out of his Santa hat that is doubles as a flask and, and jerking fake people off. Uh, I'm in the middle of Illinois and there isn't much fun here. I would disagree. Uh, where in Central, blah, blah, blah. Sorry I'm late. Merry Xmas, everyone. Uh, yeah. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. Uh, from Coach Halsley from three minutes ago, are the Cardinals the favorite for Harper if Castellanos, Castellanos gets traded to L.A.? Uh, I would not expect that. Look, the, here's the thing. The Dodgers might do good work, but I don't think, and I know that it's rumored, but look, I, here's the thing. I would think that, uh, I don't know what the fuck this is. Oh. I would think that these rumors for Castellanos going to L.A. are fabricated by the Dodgers front office in an effort to get the price down on Bryce Harper. Uh, thoughts on the Miller signing? I'm a big fan. Look, uh, let me rephrase that. I'm a fan of the Miller signing, the Andrew Miller signing. I think it's a good move. I don't think, it, like, it makes the Cardinals bullpen better, even if he was his 2018 level. Uh, but it has upside to be better than that. It doesn't hurt the bullpen, and that's what matters to me. Uh, I think it's great. I think it's somewhat expensive, but it's worth the price more than likely. I like that. that to me, let me let me rephrase this. The two most important things to me with the Andrew Miller signing, that it was only two years and that it has a third-year vesting option. I've watched this 40 minutes, and it seems like 10. That's how we roll. Look, I'm all about making time stop. Dodgers very left-handed now. Yeah, but uh, again, we get so focused. And look, I'll say this, too. If organizations are focused on this, they're fucking stupid. But uh, if we get so focused on left-handed, right-handedness, and not just building the best lineup you can, you're doing yourself a disservice. It goes back to the J-Mart thing. And it was something that I wasn't thinking about when I was talking about moving J-Mart and being happy with it. What does it matter if you have a lefty or a righty if the righty doesn't hit as good against lefties as the lefty does? You know what I mean? How would you like the cards to use Reyes this season? Let's, A, focus on Reyes getting healthy. That's the most important thing to me. We don't know how healthy Reyes is or if he's healthy or any of that shit. One step at a time there. Uh, if he is healthy, for me, I would like for them to move him along like they did in 2018, where he's ready to join the big league club in May, at the beginning of May. And at that point, the Cardinals would be able to adjust and use him how they needed to while stretching him out as a starter. Uh, Chiefs defense is so bad. Yeah, I don't know much about that. We will, will we ever see Delvin in STL? If there's one thing that Pete Cosma's tenure in STL has taught me is that you never give up on a prospect when they're terrible. Uh, there are still good things about Delvin Perez and what he does. He took steps as a base runner, as a baseball player, as a defensive shortstop last year, and his bat really tanked in August. Uh, so I'll say yes, but not in like the way where it's this glorious Oscar Tavares thing. How long till Nolan is in Springfield? From uh, Cardinals Topher, I would think that uh, he's in Springfield come August. Uh, who is closing this year? More BP moves. I think that there's still more BP moves. I think the Cardinals still go out and get somebody similar to Bud Norris. Uh, uh, anyone remember Zach Cox? Yeah, I remember Zach Cox. Um, they get somebody again, kind of like Bud Norris, somebody who might be a potential swing man. They don't need it, but it might be something that they might be able to bring in. Uh, and who closes? I believe that Mike Schilt will play the matchups. I think you'll have Andrew Miller against tough lefties, and I think you'll have uh, uh, Jordan Hicks against tough righties. Uh, they should re-sign Bud. I wouldn't be surprised if that happens. Greg Holland, I would love to, I can't wait to see what kind of contract Greg Holland gets. Gorman in AA in 2020 was horrific in A-ball last year. Uh, so here's the thing about 
Look. Oh, God. So, here, let me... I'm going to go down the, the Nolan Gorman hole for a while. Uh, Nolan Gorman blew Johnson City up, right? And then he was promoted to Peoria, where he was overmatched. Merry Christmas, all. Enjoy the rest of the evening. To you, too, C70. I know you don't booze it up, but uh, you're my favorite. I love you, buddy. You're like... Uh, uh, you're the patriarch of this entire uh, birds on the black UCB community, uh, but down with the patriarchy. What gets lost with Gorman as he entered Peoria is that he really wasn't as bad as the stats say. And that's a league that he should not have ever touched in 2018. So the fact that he played as well as he played shows you that he is special. One step at a time, though, you know. Uh, Bud was actually fairly effective. Uh, do that for the right price. Exactly. You get him another $3 million deal, you'd be stupid to turn that out. What are your thoughts about the GoFundMe for the wall? I have none. Uh, he caved at like 50%. I think it was like 39%. But again, like you're focusing on only part of the aspect of his time in Peoria. And you're, you're, you're missing when he was good and when he was bad. And you're missing the at-bats that he took. And as someone who watched that guy in nearly every one of his, his, his at-bats down the stretch, he wasn't ever overmatched. And yeah, you're going to look at the errors too, and you're going to see the fielding percentage, and you're going to notice that he wasn't particularly uh, good at third base. But I'll tell you what, as an 18-year-old who just turned 18, just fresh out of high school, I've never seen anyone handle that level the way that he's handled it. Uh, will Gorman be in Peoria this season? I would expect so. Uh, what cards prospect is on the naughty list? Uh, Andrew Kisner, because he's dating that, uh, Miami Dolphins cheerleader. Didn't he have multiple two-run home run games there? I don't know for sure. I asked Santa for Harper, but he brought me Drew, uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, first baseman in the Midwest, uh, 18 in the mid, mid, 18 in the Midwest League for Nolan Gorman. That tells you all you need to know. And again, he's not like, the, the the Soto type. He's not the Acuna type, right? He's not an outfielder who makes good contact. He's a big power, big strikeout guy. Again, look at Nolan Gorman as Tyler O'Neill. He is on that path. Like, that's that's what you need to look at. And again, we look at Tyler O'Neill and we say, man, there's a lot of holes there. Are you sure? But Tyler O'Neill won a goddamn triple crown and an MVP in the Southern League at AA as a 2021-year-old. 20, that's so rare. And people don't realize how rare it is. And for him to be in the Midwest League and doing what he did, even with that K-rate, is impressive. Uh, Gorman is way off, but got that TNT bat. From Zach STL, yeah. The Gorman is, and that's the thing, right? There's a chance that Gorman might be in Springfield come August. There's a chance that he might be in Palm Beach come August. Uh, but there's a chance that he can be legit, and we're just going to have to wait and see. Do we extend Miles Michaelis? Now, that's a fun one for me. And let me tell you why. I thought by now we would hear maybe about a Miles Michaelis extension. But then when you start to think about it, it makes sense in a different light. So where is Miles Michaelis from? He's from Jupiter. He's from the Palm Beach area. So what would be a really cool thing if you were Miles Michaelis? You would sign your extension in spring training in your hometown with the team. And I think, yes, I do think we're going to get a Miles Michaelis extension in spring training. The Gorman people ever get back to you? No, no, unfortunately not, Derek. Uh, did you ask Santa for a bigger screen for Christmas from Chuck Brownson? No, I, I did, but you know what? Santa doesn't believe in me. So uh, here we are, Chuck. Just you, me, my phone, and 90-something other assholes at this current moment. Uh, where will Malcolm Nunez finish in 2019 on his girlfriend's face? No, he'll finish in uh, Johnson City. Uh, if Luke and Baker stays healthy, that would be huge for the cards. It would be huge for the cards, right? So Luke and Baker, because of his advanced college-developed bat, uh, will end up 
being on the time frame if the Cardinals pick up Matt Carpenter's option at first base. But the issue is with like with with Goldschmidt, and this is another reason why I'm not all that high on giving Paul Goldschmidt an extension before you see what it looks like. Let's see what one year of Luke and Baker at Springfield looks like, because I've got a feeling that Luke and Baker is going to rake. And at that point, uh, Santa told me you've been a bad boy this year. Yeah, yeah, Santa told you right, Chuck. Uh, but at that point, like, you have to be smart. And again, there's no guarantee Luke and, Luke and Baker will never be the player that Paul Goldschmidt was, has the potential to continue to be. But you have to be smart about the contracts you give up. Uh, finishing order for the NL Central. Uh, Cubs, Cardinals, Brewers, Reds, Pirates. Uh, what role does Gomber play next year? That's a great question. Uh, y'all, my people tore up from the floor up. That's right. Uh, uh, what, uh, what role does Gomber play? I would think that Austin Gomber is like the de facto fifth starter if one of the five starters get hurt in spring training. Uh, he and John Gant play that role. I don't think that there's a role in the bullpen. I think more than likely you're looking at Austin Gomber starting the year at AAA. My friend wants to know uh, how to pick up hot guys. Any advice? You got a hottie. I do not have a hot... Well, let me rephrase that. I, I'm not a hot guy, uh, but I've been fortunate enough. Anyways, uh, just jerk them off. Uh, you think the Cubs are still the best team from, from Jason Hicks? Uh, Mr. Hicks, look, uh, here's my thing. I'm all about preparing... I do have a hottie, by the way. Uh, I And I, do, I don't have. That's fucking ridiculous, but... Anyways, uh, I... I prepare myself emotionally for disaster, and the biggest disaster in baseball is for the Cubs to win the NL Central. Uh, so yes, I expect them to win the NL Central because my life is a disaster. I expect the Brewers to take a step back because their starting pitching is still bad. Remember, one of the reasons that, that they got into the playoffs uh, and, and performed the way that they did was because of the trade of Gio Gonzalez. And he wasn't great for them, but he was an upgrade for them. So the Brewers need to get better. I still think the Cardinals are, are the second best team in the league. I think the league is going to be tooth and nails all year, and we'll see where it goes from there. Uh, you think Gantt starts in AAA also? As of right now, right? Because where do you put him? You, you don't put him in the bullpen. You've got plenty of bullpen. Maybe he's the long man, but you guys know where I stand on that long man debate. I think it's kind of ridiculous. Uh, I th- here's what I think. Let me, let me rephrase my thoughts on the whole who starts where with Gomber and Gantt. I think that there are a lot... Uh, Oh, wait, Gant is out of options. That makes it interesting. I didn't even think about that. Here, what I was going to say is I think that there are a lot of different scenarios that can play out. And especially with John Gant, if he's out of options. He is. He's out of options. Holy shit. So Gant becomes interesting. Uh, Gant will have to stick around unless they trade him. They should just trade the guy and let him start somewhere. Uh, but the Cardinals have a lot of options for that that starting rotation. And some of those guys are going to go to the bullpen, and some of them are just going to have to go to Memphis. Uh, what you drinking? I am drinking this amazing from our good friend, uh, Heartfire27, uh, Crown Royal XO. That is in this glass. The other thing we are drinking is this empty bottle of Four Roses Small Batch. That is in our Santa Cap. When was Gant a long reliever last year? As a matter of fact, Gant was worse out of the bullpen than he was as a starter. I'm getting your advice, and I'm calling the cops. He was a hot dude on the subway. Good for you. Look, you jerk off whoever you feel like you need to jerk off. Uh, Let's see. We are about an hour into the festivities. Does the Baltimore guy get picked up from me? His name is Miesinger. Uh, He does not get picked up. I do not believe so. He'll be pitching in the Cardinals organization next year. The Cardinals were one of the last teams on the claim order, and uh, they claimed him. 
Uh, so I would expect him to pass through. Can we have an apartment tour from Drake Man? Uh, no, we cannot have an apartment tour. If you want to come over, you know where I live more than likely, and uh, you can have yourself a nice little tour. All right, we have one more Birds on the Black beanie to give away. Uh, I, I, our Birds on the Black. Uh, does Gan have trade value from Jig? I would think, yeah, yeah. I would definitely think that uh, uh, John Gan has trade value. He was important to the Cardinals down the stretch. And if there, look, if there's one thing that an expensive contract of uh, uh, Mike Leak tells us is that all pitchers have a market potentially, especially pitchers that are cheap. John Gan has a market. Look, you're not going to be able to get anything like fantastic for him. Uh, but he does. He definitely has a market. I don't know how to win one of those bad boys, but hook me up from Coach Halsley. Uh, you had to buy Prospects After Dark stuff. Uh, you had to buy Prospects After Dark stuff for it to happen. Was a Miesinger debut in... Uh, oh, you're right. Uh, really? So here's the thing about Miesinger, is he has that high... At least in, in uh, uh, AAA, he had that like high velocity... All right, he had the low velocity. Let me restart with Meisinger. Sorry, I'm getting fucking distracted. His slider's good. His fastball's low velocity, but it comes in hard. Uh, and, and the minors, it was harder than it was spin-wise than it was at the major league level. Uh, so, you know, you just have to play it by ear, of course. I married a girl that is willing to sleep with me and watch every cards game. Uh, really all you need. Yeah, look, that's all we're looking for, right? No. No, you're looking for somebody who hits with you, somebody who understands you. And if the Cardinals baseball is what makes you uh, understandable to your your other person, uh, then, uh, you know, kudos to you. Fowler is hitting 180 through mid-June. Can Schilt sit him, given the front? He would have to. And again, it would all depend on what happens next. Uh, will healthy Ronnie Williams make Memphis this year from Mr. Hicks? I would think so, right? So more than likely, Ronnie Williams, if he's healthy, is going to be pitching out of the bullpen. I would imagine the Cardinals are aggressive with him. Maybe go to Palm Beach. Maybe start at Springfield. And I really hope so, Mr. Hicks. I love that kid. And for, you know, he's a smart kid. He's an aggressive kid. You can tell he's kind of an emotional kid. And not in the bad way, but in a good way. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm really pulling for Ronnie Williams. And I think with his stuff and how it profiles, if the Cardinals keep him in the bullpen, then you could very well be seeing him in Memphis by the end of the year. Uh, and also, you know, next year they'll have to put him on the 40-man if he pitches well. Uh, Miller is done. You know that, right? Uh, I don't know that, and we're going to find out. Uh, look, I was very, very particular about saying that I was not really a big fan of the Cardinals signing Miller or Britton. I'm glad they did now that it's over with. Uh, it's relatively affordable, and I hope he pitches well, but it wouldn't surprise me at all. Best guess on who closes at Memphis? Well, Iowa Neck, that's not necessarily how it works in the minor, in the minor leagues. There isn't like one designated closer in the minor leagues. Uh, what ends up happening is the entire bullpen just kind of closes games as it goes. Uh, you won't see that. More than likely, Seth Elledge will get some 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 opportunities. More than likely, Giovanni Gallegos will get some opportunities if he's not with the Major League Club. Uh, Andrew Morales, if he's healthy, will get opportunities. It, it, they'll use multiple people in multiple, multiple different situations. What are we doing with Brett Cecil? More than likely right now, he is your second lefty out of the bullpen. The Cardinals will go into spring training as it currently sits, unless they make another acquisition. Um, oh. I don't know what that is. Uh, unless they make another acquisition, uh, you're looking at a spring battle with Cecil and Shreve as your second lefty. Uh, a lot of opinions on the bullpen next year. Will they go seven or eight projected pitchers from Lil Wee's 15? Uh, I would think that you're – oh, Woodford getting put on 40 men next year. Yeah, I would think so too. Um, here's my prediction with the bullpen, right? It, it's going to be right now – and this is only with the players that are on the 40 man. You're talking about eight-man bullpen, more than likely. And again, 
how the team starts the year is different because of how many days they have off at the beginning of the year. So throughout the rest of the year, you're talking about a bullpen of Cecil Miller, and then you're talking about Brebbia, Leon, Hicks, more than likely Ponce de Leon, Gant if they don't move him, and Gregerson. Those are your eight. Uh, Cecil has been awful, but I would give him one more chance. So would I. I love that knuckle curve on Cecil. Give him an offseason to get himself in shape, his mind in shape, and you never know what you're going to get. Oh, with the cards, DFA Cecil, if not effective during spring training, I think that there's a very good chance that if come spring training time, he doesn't look like he's prepared for the season, that either he or Shreve would get DFA'd. Uh, we'll see where it goes from there. Uh, I see you, Tetris. I don't know what Tetris is, but to Tetris. Uh, let's see. Follower of the blah, blah, blah. Will Healthy Randy Williams. How long till no one is, uh, will we ever see Delvin in St. Louis? Holy cow. I was going to try to, uh, make sure if you do go to the dinner, you get put at our table, Kyle. Mr. Hicks, you're going to end up making me go. I wonder if I can make that happen. Look, Mr. Hicks, I would love that. I would love that. That's January 20th, right? Hold on. I'm going to write that down. I wouldn't even know how to get put at a table. Hicks, Jan, 20 dinner. Tetris is a game, huh? Yes, Tetris is a game. Sorry, you said I saw your Tetris. Uh, Brevia won't bounce nearly as much, uh, nearly this year. I have to think he's earned a spot. From Carson Martin, 13. I don't believe that John Brevia has any more options left, right? If he does, he has one more left, and hopefully not. Look, if, if the Cardinals think that they can get away with uh, John Brevia, um, Moving him up and down, they're dumb. Because John Brebbia is definitely one of their best right-handed relief options. Who will look sexiest in the Powder Blues? We all know that's Harrison Bader. Look, Harrison Bader was made for Powder Blues. No doubt about that. Uh, and then after that, Tyler O'Neill, Because that fucking ripped-ass Canadian body, and a body of his is better than any human beings on Earth. Uh, you know, guys, I don't feel like I've been particularly good not this night. Uh, Martinez will outperform Goldie while on another team next year. Oh, my God. You talk about a whole shitstorm. The, the one thing that we can guarantee is that he won't outperform Goldie um, uh, defensively. If every pad Christmas episode going to be as fun to watch, thank you, Drake, man. Like I said, I don't feel like I'm bringing it strong tonight. I feel like I'm kind of a, I'm not doing my thing. So we're going to drink more. I don't know what else to do. Uh, to you. I'm not going to drink out of this anymore. We're going to go ahead and pour that right into the glass. Go ahead and milk this teat right into the glass. Uh, Ugh, I finally in the central time zone, and I miss Padmas. No, no, look. So here's the thing. You guys know Padmas. Uh, Pad usually goes an hour, hour and a half. We're right at the hour mark now, uh, and we'll see how much longer it lasts. Uh, we still have drawings to do. Andrew Miller has nothing left when uh, closing. Closers lose it. Met. Yeah, cheers. To Ashley, cheers. To Ashley, cheers. Oh. I like this XO stuff. This stuff's really good. Look, I I don't think Andrew Miller has lost it. Not to the point where he's a liability in the bullpen like Brett Cecil has been over the last couple of years. Uh, but we're just going to have to wait and see. We're just going to have to wait and see. God, I'm pouring more booze. Uh, oh, so that, uh, that, that the Council Van Grek loves himself some McAllen. That's as good as it gets. All right, so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to eggnog Yerne from Maggie. Maggie, hello. How are you? Uh, I'm a big fan of eggnog. I like eggnog. 
I like everything. I don't really have much of a... There aren't a whole lot of things that I don't like. Again, I'm going to pull right now for the last pad beanie. We're going to see what goes to... Who? Uh, Wino Eggnog. Uh, his velocity was good in September, so that's positive. So that was the one good thing about Andrew Miller is that his velocity really, uh, uh, really, really kicked back up in September. And, uh, you know, it managed to get back to where it was in 2017. And with all the injuries that he dealt with between the two shoulder impingements, the knee, the hamstring, all you can hope is that Andrew Miller finds a little bit back when he gets healthy. Uh, how much of your monthly budget is booze? I don't know. I don't budget monthly. I just go buy shit because I'm irresponsible and I'm basically uh, a 15-year-old. Uh, when I drink, I drink the good stuff. You're a good man. You're a good man about that. Uh, again, so here's... I'm, I'm getting distracted. I was going to draw... Uh, Andrew Miller's slider is absolutely disgusting, though, from Drinkman. Yeah, his slider is disgusting. His fastball is disgusting. Uh, he can end up being a really, really good pitcher in all capacities. He's pretty fantastic. Again, so here, let me let me get to the pad drawing real fast. Pad drawing. I'm shaking this goddamn thing up. Uh, uh, LJ Pierce is drunk. I like to hear that. All right. For our last and final, uh, oh, hey, Prospects After Dark Beanie, our good friend Kiefer Dean Roach. Gets the last Prospects After Dark beanie. That makes me happy. I love that Kiefer Dean Roach. That's a legitimate human being. Anyways, I appreciate everyone who ordered pad shit and pad gear. You guys are the best. I don't understand why you watch this. I really don't get it. Uh, I'm kind of a a, a rube. And uh, I just really appreciate everyone being here and being a part of this. Uh, we got one Miller. Why not get the other? Yeah, bring me Shelby Miller, right? You bring him on a minor league contract or an incentive-related major league contract. And anything could happen. Uh, thoughts on cards trying to trade for Brad Hand from Iowa Neck. I'm a big Brad Hand fan. So when the Cardinals played in San Diego two years ago, Brad Hand just dominated them. Uh, I like Brad Hand a lot, but I don't think, like, Brad Hand doesn't necessarily seem like the kind of pitcher that the Cardinals would get. Uh, nice. We watch because we love you. Thank you, Steele. Hey, again, to Steele and his beautiful daughter and his wonderful wife, congratulations on the new, the, the new baby. S-more 15, Paul DeYoung as the X-Factor for the Cardinals lineup in 2019. It depends on where he fits in the lineup. I will tell you this. I think back to those teams in the early part of the, the, the 2000s with Edgar Renteria hitting 5th or 6th. And if Paul DeYoung can bring that kind of, like, can bring his, his type of game to that 6th spot, similar to what Edgar Renteria provided... Then, yeah, again, not similar. That's not the right way of saying it. But I'm saying, like, if you're going to have the depth of Paul DeYoung as your sixth hitter, then you're in good shape. Now, as an X-Factor, look, they need Paul DeYoung, or they need, they need Paul Goldschmidt to be their X-Factor. They can't fuck around with that. It has to be Paul Goldschmidt. It cannot be anything else. And then, at that point, you need uh, Marcelo Zuna to be the hitter he was in September. That's the vital situation where they're at. Uh, thanks, Kyle. Gotta go change a diaper. Uh, again, steal to you. I know I'm late to the party. Have we talked about getting... Uh, son of a bitch. Uh, have we talked about uh, getting owned by Puig in the Central? You know, I'm a... We, I was talking about this earlier in the week. I used to love... Like, I, I hated Yasiel Puig. But there, I've, I've experienced a lot of emotions with this Yasiel Puig. When he was first brought into the fold as a free agent, I was very much into Yasiel Puig. And then he started doing crazy shit, and I thought, oh, this guy's kind of a clown. And then now, I love Yasiel Puig. And I'm disappointed he's a red, because I would love for him to be a cardinal. And I really do hope 
and this is a terrible thing to say, I hope he hammers the Cardinals without the Reds winning. Uh, finally home from family Christmas. Pants off, ready to hang. Uh, what's up from uh, Sexbot, I think. Uh, let's see. I will, I'm just messing with Kyle. I don't know what Patrick B said. Patrick B, uh, thank you for being here. It's the off-season, homie. Hold on. Patrick B, what did he say? Uh, Ryan Reynolds, Patrick B, blah, blah, blah. Hello. Oh, son of a bitch. Uh, Patrick B said, hello, welcome to Prospects After Dark, where we hardly talk about any prospects. He's not wrong, though. Uh, isn't Puig a free agent in 2020? Puig is, and uh, yeah, yeah, he is. And unfortunately, that's... Uh, <laughs> The more John Mazalak talks and the more uh, your pads are highly entertaining and a blast, fuck you for thinking of it and ex executing it first. <laughs> the two Art Lippo, who I love with all of my heart. So, uh, quick shout out to Art Lippo, Corey Rudd, uh, and Cards Farm. I love all three of those guys, in particular Lippo and Rudd. They're my favorite people. I love those guys. Uh, why are you fingering us, Kyle? Uh, I just jerked you off a little while ago. That's how I roll. It's an emotional mindfuck. I jerk you, and then I tell you to fuck off. Uh, Kisner backup catcher in 2020. S. Moore 15. There's a very, very good chance of that. Uh, that would be perfect timing with Yachty, right? If he sticks to his timetable, like he's told us, uh, retiring after the 2020 season. We'll see. Uh, here's what I know. is Andrew Kisner is a very great kid, a very smart kid, a very good catcher who's developing into a better catcher. And I would love for him to have the opportunity to back up Yadier Molina at the Major League level. Uh, there's no telling what's going to happen in between now and 2020. That seems so far away now, doesn't it? I mean, it's uh, we're a week away from 2019, which is incredible when you think about it. Uh, but other than that, like, there's just no telling what happens in between now and then. So, yes, uh, I would hope Andrew Kisner gets a chance. We will see. Uh, all right, so to be honest with you, I think that we are close to ending our Prospects After Dark tonight. Uh, we had an amazing Santa nonsense thing here. The L.A. Cincy trade seems off balance. How good are the prospects that went to L.A.? So uh, that Jeter Downs is really, really interesting, and Josiah Gray is as well. Uh, I don't think that they're transformative prospects. I know that a lot of people are big on Jeter Downs. I am not one of those people. Uh, does Andy Youngs have a higher ceiling than Tommy Edmond? Yeah, Andy Young does have a higher higher ceiling, but he also has a lower a uh, lower floor. Uh, Pazmus can never end. How soon to the before Puig pisses off Yachty? Look, those two guys seem there won't be an issue there. Uh, yeah, just open the garage door and grab the newspaper. Uh, 2019, uh, blah blah blah. Woodford Reserve. Hey, to whoever's drinking Woodford Reserve, we raise our glass to you. Uh, why did I put this stupid thing on? God, I've made such a terrible mistake tonight. I'm getting MILBT. I'm getting MILBTV uh, for Christmas. Good. It's a good investment. It's cheap. It's relatively uh, relatively affordable. I buy it every year, and it's uh, just terrible camera angles and terrible quality, honestly. But for how cheap it is, it's worth doing it if you love minor league baseball. Thomas Jefferson's private reserve here. Wow, Jefferson Reserve. Good for you. Show off. Uh, Tommy Edmond just got engaged. Congrats, Tommy. Hey, I, to Tommy Edmond. Mazel tov. Once again, why didn't you just dye your beard white? I thought about it, Drake, man. I really did. Uh, the fake beard messes up your hair. I, right? I have to slick my hair back in order for that fake beard to really play out. And Gomber did get engaged from uh, the Council Van Grek. You're 100% correct. Yeah, good for them. I, I, good for them. I think Britain would have been better than Miller. 
That is going to be the argument. That's going to be the, the conversation that we have for a year or two years to come, right? If, the, if Miller ends up fizzling out and Britain ends up dominating wherever he signs. But I wouldn't rule the Cardinals out of Britain just yet. One step at a time. We'll see where it goes. Uh, it seems unlikely now. It probably is unlikely now. But Andrew Miller is a really good pitcher. And I, too, was very much more into Britain than Miller. I hate that Miller has been overused in, in the bullpen. I hate that he's been a, he has the injury history. But honestly, even with all of those red flags, he's better than Britain in 2018. So we're just going to have to wait and see. All right. So uh, as, we, as we come to an end here at Prospects After Dark, I raise my glass. First goes to the pad people. You guys are amazing. Look, we gave away some amazing beanies. Uh, I can't tell you how lucky I am and how amazing this community is. Uh, and his shoulder is broke. He has two shoulder impingements. But again, if you're looking at the bright side of life, always look on the bright side of life. Uh, then you're looking at a guy who regained his velocity in September, and you hope that that continues with the Cardinals. The one good thing about Andrew Miller is that the Cardinals brought in, they gave him a really, really, really thorough um, physical, so and medicals before he signed, so you can only hope that he's in good shape. Uh, this is the worst hot take I've ever seen. Uh, I don't Oh, God, Ashley, what did Duck Fart say? Hold on, let me see. Duck farts, duck farts. Uh, when a player picks 46, must mean he doesn't want to be here long term. Wow, you seem to really, really, really just have some amazing opinions. Uh, will there be any more selling of pad gear before the year changes? Uh, I would not think we have any more new pad gear. Uh, next Sunday, I'll be wearing my I Avocado pad shirt, more than likely. And uh, that'll be probably the send-off for the 2019, uh, 2018 year. Uh, and probably after that, we'll have some new shit, but look, we've inundated you with, uh, with stuff. We have had socks, we've had sweaters, we've had sweatshirts, we've had t-shirts. You deserve time, uh, before we ask you for your cash to buy the pad stuff. You guys have been amazing. I feel guilty even asking in the first place. Uh, but again, to you pad people, you are the reason why I do this. And, uh, there, uh, you're the, the reason why I do this. And I don't know what else to say to that. Uh, I feel incredibly awkward when I go on every night, and then here I am, uh, an hour, hour and a half, hour and 45 minutes later, still rambling and talking. I'm, I'm your mouthpiece. I am the custodian of Prospects After Dark. This is your show. Uh, you're amazing. But I just didn't have money because of Christmas. Yeah, most people don't drink, and I felt bad about the timing of all of that. Uh, what's with the avocado? It's because my head looks like an avocado, uh, uh, Jake Siegler. Look at this thing. It's a big round bottom, and then this weird whatever's going on here, and then some of here, here, and then some of this too, and then some of this, and then this. Uh, I need a pad neon compressed sleeve. Oh, God, apparently we know who, uh, uh, Marcelo Zuna is. Okay, so again, my last cheers goes to my Birds on the Black family, to, t to uh, uh, Cards Gifts. To Nicholas Childress, to Stu Stiles, Chuck Bronson, Tara Wellman, uh, Eric Manning, Ben Samurdi, Cards Cards, the former SEO Cup of Joe, Zach Gifford, to everyone at Birds on the Black, to my pad people, you're the best. God, I drank too much tonight. Uh, can I get a follow from Drake Man? Maybe. We'll see. Chris, uh, Merry Christmas, Pad Family. That's right. Okay, so I don't have anything else to say. I've talked enough. Uh, I hope everyone has a great couple days here. Merry Christmas to everyone. Happy New Year. Um, happy Hanukkah. 
Uh, happy Kwanzaa. Happy Boxing Day to everyone. Remember, as we get into these next couple days when emotions run high and we hate our family, respect everyone. Just be cool, man. Uh, I tell my guys at work all the time. By the way, my guys at work are the best people on earth. They got me four bottles of bourbon. Uh, I had a smorgasbord of gifts from from my work family that I got on Thursday. I I am an extremely, extremely lucky person. And uh, there's something that's happening in my life, kind of on a personal note, that makes me extremely, extremely happy that I didn't expect, that has really, really just kind of blown up in the last week or so that I can't wait to explore further. I, I just want to bring that up because I'm an extremely lucky person, an extremely happy person. And uh, uh, so anyways, what I'm getting at is we get into this the, the holiday season and it's miserable and everyone hates each other. Uh, because we are all emotional and just disastrous human beings. And more than likely, just more than anything, just be cool to each other. So to everyone, as we get into the holiday season, be cool to each other. And to anyone who might know what I'm talking about in any other aspect, to you, you're fucking incredible. That's all I've got. This is a Padsmas special. Uh, to everybody at Birds on the Black, for everybody here at Prospects After Dark, you guys make this worth doing. You guys and gals, and you make it worth doing. I love each and every one of you. Uh, if you watch this, you're part of the resistance. And as always, fam, uh, the resistance. Happy hunting. <laughs>